0: Welcome to Off the beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen,
1: Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey.
2: Across the beautiful United States.
1: We're
3: the fellas.
1: Welcome to episode... 39? Yep. <laughs> Good job. Today we're going to discuss staying connected on the road. How do we do it? What do we use? Why do we do it? All the things.
2: If you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram at The Faolas, also on Facebook.
1: And you can follow the show notes for this episode at thefaolas.com 39. Before we get started on internet connection stuff, let's give a quick update of why you haven't heard from us in like, I don't know, a month (laughs) or something. Two or
2: three weeks, I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, First, we've all been sick, kind of back to back, um, maybe a little bit of overlapping, and we've all lost our voice or close to it. You can still kind of hear it in me.
2: It was more like a cascade. Like I had it, I don't know, it was like a sinus infection. And I had it for a few days. I felt it coming on and started packing in the vitamins and medicine.
0: Then I felt it. Yep. I had got sick. Then I got Lexi sick.
1: Then Lexi got mom sick. Yep. Yeah, about, I don't know, a week?
2: Yeah, it took you about a week. Yeah. I thought I it.
3: escaped it, but no, did not.
2: Nope, you can't escape the wrath.
3: We're actually still kind of sick, <laughs> and um, I'm feeling a little better Cause um, I don't know why.
1: <laughs> I
2: think you're sound the best.
3: Yeah, we just have we
1: all have just a yeah. little bit of a cough still, and um, our voice is scratchy. Yeah,
2: everybody has like a tickled, you know, tickled cough, so we're good.
1: Yeah, but it would have been a really awful podcast because we would have yeah. had to keep pausing, and <laughs> Tony would have had Would've a been lot like, of fun editing.
0: Yeah, I love I love going here. <laughs> I love going here. <laughs> I'm, yeah. going <laughs> I'm going here. i was going there.
2: <laughs> this is one of the harder updates that we've had to do. Um, since we've been in Washington, our older dog, Dexter, has fallen more sick. He was actually suffering from Cushing's disease, uh, which has a major effect on his hormones and stuff like that. So a lot of side effects from that. Uh, we were treating him with some medicine, some supplements and stuff. But... It caught up to him, and we had to make a really tough decision. So,
1: as a family, yep,
2: yeah, as a family, we made a decision to call a vet. We actually had a super special last day.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, we didn't don't go to a vet clinic or anything like that. We actually hired a we hired a in home vet. Uh, it's actually a company called Compassion for Paws. We'll link those guys. It, that their service was amazing. Um, they recommended a park. So we went to a park and
1: It was perfect. Mhm. The best thing that we could do for him. So
2: Yep.
0: He got to lay in the sun.
2: Which yep. he
1: loved, yes. He loved the sun. Sometimes it was hard for us to get him out of the sun. So yep. <laughs> it was the perfect um it was way better than taking him to a vet. Because he gets sitting stressed in a out. room. Yeah. But the entire family was there. We were all there for him. And also the dogs even got to say goodbye. So it was nice. And so that was a hard update. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, we've taken this last, um, it's almost been a week. So we've just been taking it easy, getting through that.
1: Yep. Trying to figure out all those emotions and working through. Yeah, we would had Dexter
2: almost 12 years. He was almost twelve years old, so he was our first fur kid, mm-hmm. first kid. He was around before our actual kids, so
1: <laughs> we are currently in Washington, and right now we're near Mount Rainier, and we've been here for a week, um, and have not got to explore. So hopefully we can do that this weekend.
2: Yeah, and we had, we had a whole that whole weekend was one Did, thing after another because yeah. on the on Monday we actually had to take our other dog Elsa in for surgery. Minor yeah. surgery, but she's going to be out of commission for probably another week. She has I mean, she's a
1: not out of commission. She can hang out with no, us, but she has a cone.
2: She's yeah, that's out of commission. <laughs> she has a cone. For her.
1: And oh my gosh, she runs into everything. <laughs> she is, it's very dramatic.
2: Yeah, she. I think she does it on purpose just to make it a point that
1: <laughs> yeah. she's she hates. And then Elsa, she had to get a shot, her third shot. No, Freya. Or Freya, sorry. Freya had to get her third shot, and we couldn't get her in anywhere. Vets are crazy right now, especially for us full-timers that go to different vets all the time. Some vets wouldn't even see us because they're we're not currently yeah, their we customer. Called,
2: out of, I don't know, a dozen vets that we called, at least half of them were not even taking new clients.
1: So I think that if you are currently a vet, veterinarian... <laughs> And you want to live on the road, I have a great job for you.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> RV full-time veterinarian. Travel vet? Yeah.
2: Like a travel nurse.
1: Yes, exactly. We could totally use one of those in our community because it is so hard for us. Um, I don't know if everyone else has this problem. So if you're a full-time RVer and you have pets, uh, let us know the snags and how you work around them.
2: Yeah. We yeah, did have by dogs. The way,
0: tell us how you get them
1: into places.
2: <laughs> Please.
1: By the way, we did end up finding a spot for Freya. We did take her to Pet, or we have an appointment today, actually, at Petco for her third shot. So yep. we were able to get her in, but it was a little bit of a struggle.
2: <laughs> multiple, multiple phone calls. Yep. And disappointment.
1: And so, just another quick update. More on. Um, before we get started, uh, we are currently in Washington. We've been here since
2: the first week of July.
1: Yeah, we've been here f- so over a month. Yeah. We've explored a ton, a lot of Jeep trails, a lot of cool cities, a lot of great views. Um,
2: We've already knocked one national park off the list, yep. working on a couple more.
1: It's a, an amazing state. Surprised me a tad. Yeah, big time. I knew it would be cool, but it's cooler than I thought.
3: Washington is so beautiful, and we went to North Cascades National Park.
2: We did. It yeah. was beautiful.
1: It was cool.
3: Yeah. um
0: I saw a leaping fish. like it looked like a salmon. just oh,
2: yeah, flew into dam. the
0: air. It flew into the air and flew back down. <laughs> it looked <laughs> like Oh, that was, was in
2: North Cascades, <sighs> wasn't it? At one of the dams. yeah And
3: I'm pretty sure it was a salmon because it had like red on its belly. Um, we went to one waterfall, and um, it was like a mist waterfall, and we got in ha- like halfway and got soaked.
1: <laughs> and we got to see two dams there. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's not get into too much detail. That'll be the next podcast, so stay tuned for that one. This one, we're going to talk about connectivity. So today, let's talk getting connected.
2: And staying connected. <laughs> I will say the last couple of years of traveling full time in an RV, when we went to cool spots, we were kind of limited by our connectivity because mm-hmm. you have to work.
1: Yep. So we've been to a couple of like mind blowing spots, but had no signal. So we either had to move right away. Yeah. Um,
2: like the first one that comes to mind is Valley of the Gods. Yes. So amazing. We <laughs> got there at like dusk and we were mind blown. We yep. found a decent spot to stay, and then in the morning you woke up and you said, I have zero signal. We At the time, we had a couple different hotspots pr- with different providers, no service. Mm-hmm. So we literally had to pack up and leave.
1: And it was, I think it was, we knew the night before, so we had woke up early. So sunset, we came in, sunrise, we were leaving. Yeah. And if you've been there, it's gorgeous. There's these mountain... Like sculptures? I don't know. What, what are those things called? Rock
2: formations? Are they
1: kind of like hoodoos? Kind of, kind of, of but they're but giant. Different. Yeah, giant. I mean, they're all over. And so the sun kind of comes through all of them. I mean, it really does look like it'd be the Valley of the Gods.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> if, if the gods hung out on Earth, they'd hang out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous.
2: But not us. We had to leave.
1: Yeah, we had to leave bright and early. So now, though, we could stay there for sure. Um, so- what do we need internet for?
2: Mainly work. Yeah. Big so one, you can work remotely.
1: Yes. The biggest one is probably work. Um, we have to make sure that I can work um, because I work Monday through Friday for the most part, unless I take time off. Um, so we have to make sure that, and then I even do a little on the weekend sometimes, but we have to make sure that we are um, connected because of that. Um, however, there's other things too, and this is... You know what, most people use it for entertainment, mm-hmm. um, staying connected with family. Um, in some cases, like the Valley of the Gods, we didn't even have cell service. So we couldn't even make like a phone call or anything. We yeah. had nothing. It was
2: not a no. Nope. Yeah. And then I think we, even from there, we were driving south. I think we still had to drive a few hours to actually get any type of reliable service.
1: We did. I was starting to panic.
2: Yeah. Because you were supposed to work that day.
1: <laughs> yeah. And what's bad is I wasn't even able to tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, uh... and then they were like, oh, we didn't even know you weren't here yet. That's the that's the glory of remote work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, you're always on early. We thought you were working. Uh, but we use it for entertainment as well. The girls use it for streaming shows and um, we use it for TV nights yep. and um, playing on the internet, uh, Skyping with family.
2: Yeah, Skype and Zoom and stuff. That's That's been definitely helpful for, especially the kids staying connected with mm-hmm. their cousins and, you know, grandma and grandpa and stuff.
1: And we do use it for school as well. We have done out school a few times. That's online. Kylie, every single day, has to watch a video for her math. Yep. Um... So she has to stay connected as well. Um, they so, do
2: daily news, yeah. World Watch News.
1: Yes. Well, there's a plug for World Watch News. Yeah. If you are a homeschooler, World Watch News is amazing. The girls are obsessed with it. They love it. Really? I even
2: enjoy it. Yeah. Like sometimes I make it a point to just sit down and watch <laughs> it. It's only, and it's it's a 10 minute news. So it's, it, you know, it's not like they're sitting there for an hour.
1: And what's cool is they send you a email the day before. Well, it's actually the day. It's just really early. <laughs> it's like <laughs> six to 5 or 6 in the morning. You'll get an email of what the news is about. Um, so if there's something sensitive in there that you want to be involved in or if you just want to have them skip that day, uh, you can do it. But um, if there's anything sensitive, they'll actually send you a separate email sometimes as well. Um, I think that's very cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they love that.
1: So that's what we use the Internet for. And... I mean, most of those things or some of those things most people need, you know, entertainment, staying connected. Uh, You may be retired, so you don't need to work, but um, connection is still very important (laughs) to most people. Uh, So here are the main ways that we stay connected. First is our Verizon hotspot. This is the one that we've had the longest And I actually bought this before we even were full-time. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah,
2: we had it at our house, I
1: remember. Um, And we actually bought a grandfathered um, Verizon Hotspot.
2: Unlimited plan.
1: Unlimited plan. So this is an old plan. It has changed a tad bit since then, um, but it's still unlimited.
2: And it's fairly inexpensive, right? I don't know if you can still get these plans or not, but...
1: Yeah, you can't get the plan anymore, and it has actually increased since we first got it. Uh, But it's still a pretty good deal. Obviously, it's unlimited, so yep. <laughs> it's nice internet.
2: And up until I don't know, up until last year or something, we were still using the old like three G hotspot. What do you call it? The jetpack.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So
2: the old device.
1: Yeah, we do have a new device now that we just moved the SIM card into, and it works good. Um, but it works on Verizon towers, so where our cell phones work, it works. Yep. Um, to help out with that we do have a WeBoost.
2: Which model is that? It's like the RV.
1: I don't know what model the WeBoost is. We have, I think it's the RV friendly one or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll, link, look, we'll it. link it. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. We've actually talked about it before in a um, gear review, mm-hmm. and I think at the time we said, you know, it's it's kind of expensive. I don't know. It's like five hundred dollars. Yeah. And at the time, you know, we it's helped us a tad, um, but I had said that we need to uh, give another update later. Yeah. On true feelings and here they are i don't think you need to buy it
2: <laughs> yeah i'm I, I don't
1: know if it helps that much i mean it does help a tiny bit it may give you like a cell signal yeah exactly but you're definitely not you're definitely not getting any more like internet
2: no nope. service from it
1: i don't think um
2: because we've used it so first of all anywhere that you can use it has to have at least one bar of service you can't be in a no service area and expect the we boost to boost your signal because there's nothing there. So you have to have one bar. And then when you do have one bar, you maybe get one more.
1: Yeah. And honestly, we have this like antenna thing that was 20 bucks or something. Do you remember that thing?
2: Yeah. It, like plugged right into the hotspot.
1: Yeah. And to be honest, I feel like that thing worked just as good. If
2: you could find the sweet spot. Yeah. Like you had to move it all around, but...
1: You did have to move it all around the house, but at the same time, it worked very similar to this thing. Uh, And that was much cheaper. So, I mean, if you have the $500 to put into it, or if maybe you're getting an expense or something, it's worth it because it does help once in a while.
2: And this one, you know, uh, this one compared to others that I've seen, I've seen some people that have a pole Mm
1: -hmm. and it's a
2: directional antenna. Like ours is, I think, omnidirectional. So it is trying to pick up signals from all around. Yeah. Where this one, you you actually have a thing where you direct but, it toward the strongest signal. So maybe those ma- are better. Yeah, maybe know.
1: those are better, but at the same time, they're more of a hassle. This one's yeah. just connected. We don't do anything
2: Yeah, it, it. it's just mounted, and I leave it.
1: Yep, and if it gives us something extra, great.
2: Yeah, so for the Wii Boost, I think I, we just had higher expectations. You know, yeah. We weren't mind-blown by it, so...
1: And I and I read articles saying this, but I just couldn't believe it because I was like, everyone gets them, and yeah, five hundred bucks. Why everywhere. would somebody pay for it? If, and it, I mean, it, maybe it's doing a little something for us, but it's definitely not doing much here. <laughs> we have like no signal here, but Verizon has worked pretty decently across the country. Yep. I think of all the of the services we've had, I think Verizon is pretty darn good. But it's definitely slower. It's not giving me the internet speeds that I need. However, I did deal with that for over a year.
2: Mm-hmm. We did, ha- you know, and there was occasions where the, the signal was iffy and we did have to move.
1: Mm-hmm. But I mean, we, we were able to make it work for a year. So if that's all you have, I think, you know, that will work. Yep. But a great backup to <laughs> Verizon, Starlink. The showstopper.
2: Yeah. Game changer. <laughs>
1: Game changer. Um, the Starlink is magic. It has helped us so much. Um, and it has totally changed the way that we can travel. Yeah. So let's start with plans for Starlink. Because for the most part, those are the same. Yeah. So we can talk about that. Um, and then we can get in details about it.
2: Yeah. So the plan that we use is a residential plan. We have a set service address, and then we pay for portability, which is basically roaming. So that gives us the option to move around the country and still have service.
1: And really quick, our set address is just some random spot. Florida. (laughs) Yeah, some spot in Florida that we picked. We may move that. You could probably move that closer to us.
2: I I thought about it, but I didn't know how to mess with it.
1: But we probably could, and then it may give us better speeds. I don't
2: know. Who knows?
1: Yeah, we'll test that and let you know. Uh, but right now we pay portability and travel with it. We do not have the RV plan, yep. which is possible. You can get the RV plan, and that allows you to shut it off, right, whenever you yeah. want?
2: Yeah, so it l- enables you to pause your service. So if you're not a full-timer and you're just going out on some weekends and you want to take your Starlink with you, you can actually turn it on, take the Starlink with you. The only bad thing really that, I, that I've that i seen and read about the RV package is you're, you have less priority for service. So as far as your speeds and stuff like that go, um, you fall kind of the back of the line compared to, like, the residential.
1: So my question with that, though, is when we're using the portability on the residential, are we also at the back of the line?
2: I don't think so. I think I think we're kind of in the middle.
1: Because that's what I was saying. Like, I think we should test moving the address and see if it yeah. makes us faster. We could probably get one here. We should test it. Yeah. If we test it before I do the show notes, I will add it to the show notes. So the Starlink is set, How do we set the Starlink up? Let's talk about that and let's talk about the bulkiness of it. Because this is kind of a con, especially, especially if you are a full-time RVer. Yeah. And you have limited space.
2: So I haven't set up any type of like Husky box or any type of storage box for it. Like a lot of people are doing. Um, I just use the original box until that falls apart. I think it works for me. Um, but there's been cer- certain places where we were kind of like by ourselves out, you know, dispersed camping or whatever. I just put it out yeah. on the ground and I didn't have any obstructions, which we'll talk about in a second. Cause that can may- be a major factor where you can put it.
1: But when we're around, we're in a campground or when we're somewhere more, <laughs> we're a little bit more worried about our very expensive satellite dish yeah. we'll put it on top of our rv
2: yeah i have it set up to where i can i have to get onto the roof for this setup but i have um a couple posts set up where i can fasten it down on the top of the rv so because we actually had in florida where i had it kind of um restrained and we had the major wind blow through like one gust of wind but it was about 50 miles per hour and it actually knocked the starlink over on the roof. I didn't know that. I had to take care of that.
1: <laughs> you that. Yeah, funny. that was at Rose Bay. I knew there was wind, but I didn't know it knocked over.
2: It just fell over. It was <laughs> fine.
1: Don't hurt my baby.
2: <laughs> so I fixed that part with a couple um, studs and wing nuts, so it can't move.
1: But we also now have another option.
2: Yep, I have a Harbor Freight flagpole. It's a twenty-foot telescoping flagpole, and then I bought a adapter for the top of it, off of Etsy. I can link the shop. It's a 3D printed adapter for the Starlink. So you can plug it in, put the dish onto the flagpole, and then raise your flagpole, put it in some type of flagpole holder. Um, I'd say the biggest downfall for us is the cord. Because right now, and what most people do is just fish it through the corner of a slide or something, like put it through where the That's seals where meet. Put it. That's where we do. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not do that. I'd rather have some sort of access port, you know?
1: Yeah. You got to do actual work to get that done, though.
2: Yeah, I know. I got <laughs> to well, figure out how I want to drill a hole through the, the wall of my RV.
1: I know, I know.
2: And keep it covered. Like, my biggest thing is keeping... It's not you know, a big hassle putting
1: it through the slide, though. So. No,
2: but you can't bring the slide... I don't like to bring the slide in with the cord through there.
1: Some people actually have... Made the dish permanent on yep. their roof somehow, yep. like in a box. I mean, yep. there's some crazy. If you Google, if you yes. Google Google it on YouTube, you get some crazy ways they've set it up. Um, but those are our ways. We use it either on the ground with the cord, and that's what's nice about the cord it being loose like it is now. Is we can just move it around wherever we need it. Um, we also can put it on the roof, which is where we have it now, and yep. we have like one window. Between yeah. trees.
2: <laughs> yeah, and the way that the dish usually works is it's like a north or northwest facing. You need to have that open. And right now we're mostly open, but in Washington, they have giant trees yeah, everywhere.
1: We, we pull into a campground and I'm like, oh boy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I took some screenshots of um, some stuff today from the Starlink app just to kind of give you an idea what, what we look at and the things that we have to deal with. It used to be you you drive around your campground looking for the shadiest spot in the summer. <laughs> now it's like we have to find a field,
1: and now it also it's funny because you know, in some of the spots, the Verizon does work, but I'm just like, so I don't know what the word is I'm looking for,
2: but like the, the Verizon's Verizon is the no, peasant. yeah, right and, <laughs> yeah. and the starlink is like the king.
1: What's funny about that is earlier in this podcast, I told you I lived just fine on it for at least a year. (laughs) Now I'm like, wait, you're telling me I can't, that's not going to work. We have to move.
2: (laughs) But you can have on Starlink. I mean, we've had like nine devices connected, like streaming multiple devices, doing all kinds of high use things with no hiccups.
1: And we normally have no issue either, like, with Zooming and Skype and all of that, um, ex, you know, except for when there are some blocks. Like when you get some, right like, now, obstructions, yeah. I've been getting some bad internet where we're at right now because of these
2: trees. And I did screenshot that, like, my visibility screen, and it'll show you where your obstructions are at the moment.
1: Oh, cool. I'll put that in the show notes, yeah. and then you can see what we're talking yeah. about.
2: And it'll tell you, you know, expect an outage of three seconds Every couple minutes, or something like that.
1: But this has got us into some really cool places. I mean, when we were near the Tetons, we actually were in two different spots that we had zero signal. Yeah. Zero signal, no cell on the service. And we stayed there and used Starlink. And I was able to do Wi Fi calling, which mm-hmm. is kind of a bonus win. Um, I actually wasn't thinking about that at all when we got to Starlink. And then I was like, wait, I can actually probably use Wi-Fi calling now. Because Wi-Fi calling has never been a thing for us because we've never had good enough. I'd (laughs) never turned mine
2: on until like a couple months ago.
1: Yeah, we've never had good enough Wi-Fi, but now it's pretty good. Um, And so that's great. Uh, That's kind of the bonus of of Starlink. What are some places we've used it that, I mean, those two places in the Tetons, I think, are big ones because we would have not been able to stay there.
2: Well, another spot was in Wyoming. It was like central Wyoming, uh, oh, yeah. Sinclair at Dugway Campground. It's kind of like eight miles off the highway, but it, there's no service there. Mm-hmm. But with Starlink, everything was amazing.
1: Yep. And so I was able to work. Also, what about that place in um, North? Newport. Newport. Um, We didn't really have too much cell service there either, did we? Nope. Yeah. And we had great Starlink and yep. we were there for three weeks. That never would have been able to happen. If I had to use a Verizon hotspot. Yeah. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, the price has started creeping up. I think we pay 135 now. Yeah. Um, but it's, that's still less than what we are paying for some other options, which we're going to tell you about here in a minute. That's still less than that. It is more than my Verizon, but it's better service. So yeah. um, I don't mind paying $135.
2: i am pretty sure it's still less than what you'd get for high-speed internet at home, you know, for the most part. Possibly yeah. or in the same ballpark, you know, Yeah,
1: I don't know how much they pay, but I, I would say if you paid 135 for home high speed, it would probably be better.
2: It would be more reliable. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. However, if you're in a remote area, you're not a full time RVer and you are in a remote area or you're or you don't have very many options for Internet. This would be huge for you because, um, you know, you could make it work on your land <laughs> that there would yeah. be no trees in your way.
2: Well, that's um, like the, the original intention of Starlink Internet.
1: No, it's not. Yeah. The it, original intention was for me.
2: <laughs> for full-time RV Aolas.
1: Yes, because <laughs> he loves me. Um, No. But, no. yeah,
2: it's for internet, internet access to rural areas.
1: Yeah, and what's so funny is when it first came out, when it first was, like, being thrown out, you told me about it. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what? What is this? And so then I looked it up. And I, and at that time, they d- weren't even saying the prices or anything. And I was like, I will pay $500 a month <laughs> for this. <laughs> so if Elon's listening, don't get any ideas. But you have a lot of room <laughs> before I have to get rid of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, there has been, though, some areas that it hasn't worked, yeah. sadly.
2: Yeah, we stayed at a campground in Arkansas. That was heavily treed, mm-hmm. with a very small opening to the north, and uh, it wouldn't connect. Mm-hmm. So that was about I I don't know. I think we were there for five days, no Starlink.
1: Luckily, though, Verizon worked.
2: It was strong Verizon. <laughs> yeah, it was good. We got lucky. Yeah, that was near Hot Springs, Arkansas, and that campground was. So that was our that was our first bummer moment for mm-hmm. Starlink.
1: And then there's been, I think, a couple other spots since then that, what was the last spot we were in before here?
2: Um, We were in... um,
1: The life of a full-time RVer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't, oh, Leavenworth. We couldn't use it. Yep. Because that was all enclosed in tall trees. And then after that was uh, Grandy Creek. Mm -hmm. So Concrete, Washington.
1: We couldn't use it there either? No,
2: we did. We did because we actually ended up moving from a wooded spot to an open field spot with a small obstruction.
1: Yes, but the first spot we were in did not have it, and then we were able to move.
2: And that's where, like, your Starlink comes with a 75-foot cord from the dish to the router. I think I used all 75 feet to actually get a good signal because I had to put it out at the very end of our site.
1: And then I've also seen... um, you know, I follow some people on Facebook or Instagram, and they are in Alaska right now, which we cannot wait to get up there. Um, Starlink doesn't currently work, and this may change because there's actually been a couple launches, so it might be working soon. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't work after a certain latitude, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. It, it, you can actually pull up some, stuff, some uh, websites online that show the Starlink um, constellation map, and you can see right where it ends, and it's mm-hmm. like right at right at that whatever parallel that is
1: so hopefully when we go to alaska (laughs) it's working because it did i did read an article the other day that's like coming soon like very soon it may even that's why i said there's been a couple launches so it may even be working or close to working when you hear this podcast (laughs) it may already be working but yeah that's it's awesome and i think i also read an article that it's works in boats now
2: yeah they've they've made it um yep for marine use i think they're going to start um they they got approval for uh, in motion use, too. Yeah. So.
1: so when that happens, I'm sure he's going to come out with another um, he because he does it all alone. <laughs> he's like
2: Elon Musk in his garage. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm sure that Starlink will come out with a mobile friendly um, antenna thing.
2: You know, they're also talking about a Starlink cell phone.
1: Oh, yes. I saw this. It was so, a concept when yeah. I saw it. But I'm getting it as soon as it comes out. <laughs>
2: it's like, if we could just get our own satellite, that'd be great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if we could have a satellite that just follows us everywhere. No. Also, um, it
2: start. It, you know, the service will continue to get better the more um, satellites they send up. And they haven't even been able to send up as many as they've planned on because they've been using the smaller rockets, like the Falcon Nines mm-hmm. or whatever. Once they get using the big boy the i don't know falcon heavy or whatever that is they right now they're sending up about 50 at a time
1: which is actually like from an environmental standpoint very sad
2: yeah but i think when they get pretty deb-
1: soon we're not going to be able to see any stars
2: no i don't even think you can see these like i don't think that's that i big think of you a deal. can i don't think you can
1: sometimes you can because they show those you can see those... the
2: trains yeah. you can see them when they're in a line like after they've deployed Yeah. But not when they're in in their spot.
1: Before they go to their spot.
2: But when they use the big rocket, I think they can send like 100 or 200 at a time.
1: Also, and I am not the person that you should do for the techie part of this stuff. Um, However, uh, I think that they are actually, um, eventually, once they have enough satellites, they don't need the ground deploys. So what will happen is, or the ground antennas. So what will happen is there will be, like, this net <laughs> over the world, which is terrifying, actually.
2: <laughs> it's got major Terminator vibes going.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, like, a net around the world that, you know, doesn't need to come down. So that'll be even better, I think. Yep. Who knows? That may even be happening already. Do you know if it's Well,
2: the way that it's supposed to work is, like, um, they're supposed to communicate to each other with, like, lasers or something. So I don't know if that's happening already, or if they're if they have to wait for the other rocket to send different satellites. I don't know. Mm. You can read about it on all these like Starlink forums and stuff, and Just you get know a lot of you got a little, you get a lot of information from a lot of people <laughs> who probably don't know what they're talking about. So.
1: Yeah, it works. That's all you need to know. If you're in um a cl- if you have a clear view to the northern sky, yeah, you got signal and it's great. It's amazing. It's fast. It works. Everything in your house will run off of it. People have said they can't stream um maybe they maybe you can't stream on like YouTube and stuff or maybe that can break up. However, like Zoom, I never have issues on Zoom or Skype as long as I have a clear signal. If I have the obstructions or whatever it is, um, then then it does break up some, which is kind of a bummer. The other bad thing about it is it does drop once in a while, and I'm yeah. not sure why, um, but for my needs, it's it happens so fast that it doesn't cause us problems. However, maybe if you were doing a long stream or something and it broke up during that, then it would cause problems. But for yeah. what we use it for and our needs, it's amazing. It's a game changer. It has completely changed the way we can travel um, and it is the number one, if I could only have one service, I mean, if I had to get rid of all of them and only have one, it would be Starlink. I would get rid of Verizon. I, and that one is the sad thing about that is when we are traveling and we just stop at like a rest area or something, you know, obviously the Verizon is a great backup for that because mm-hmm. I don't have it. Um, and, but the Starlink, I feel like we would have to make it work. If I could only have one, it yeah. would be Starlink, but that's why we have both. Verizon and Starlink, they both work great.
2: Yeah. If I could say there's a con to Starlink, it's the, um, the bulkiness factor. Like you have to set it up. Mm-hmm. Now that might that. change when yeah, the mobile Yeah, as thing. of right now. And then, um, obstructions, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. The mobile it's, thing is is very exciting to me because I feel like if they just approved it to be mobile, they're going to have to come out with some kind of device that's more mobile friendly Yeah. Uh, for it to be moving. I mean... That d- that satellite is huge. It should not be <laughs> up when it's moving. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to come out with something, and that'll be cool. Hopefully, though, it can be moved around. Like does our- it,
2: it does it itself.
1: Oh, that'll be nicer.
2: I mean, our dish does it itself.
1: It doesn't move from south to north. Sure it does. Oh, it does?
2: Yeah, it rotates around, and it tilts. You've never seen it operate? I mean, I've
1: seen it operate a little bit, but I thought it just moved – like. Like, if you sit it out there, it'll find north Yeah, on it's, its
2: own? it turns and it tilts.
1: I know that, but I thought you had to put it... I know it tilts.
2: No, you don't have to, like, orient it.
1: Oh, I thought you did. No,
2: you just have to find a level spot and set it down and turn it on, and then it does its own thing. I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: I thought it just went from this horizontal to vertical. Nope. Interesting. That's cool. Now you know. Now I know. <laughs>
2: Now you know why John Connor has to come back from the future.
1: (laughs) I don't mind it. Okay, so we have had other options. Um, When we first got on the road, in the very, very beginning, we were very new to this, and my plan was we'd have this Verizon hotspot with this unlimited plan, and we would use the Wi-Fi Ranger, which we haven't told you about yet, but we also have a Wi-Fi Ranger, and use campground internet.
2: Which, um, the first five months we were full-time, we were stationary in Northeast Dallas area. At our campground, we paid for their high-speed internet.
1: Yeah, so they had a free one, which wasn't fast enough. Yep. And I was like, why wasn't it fast enough? And then I paid for it, and it still wasn't fast enough.
2: (laughs) But it did the job. But it did
1: the job. Um, However, at that time, it was either the Verizon or the hotspot, or Verizon and their internet, and their internet worked better. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do have this Wi-Fi ranger that, that allows us to connect to Wi-Fis around us, which is nice.
2: Yep.
1: Um, and and then it does its stuff inside. Like it broadcasts it throughout our RV. And we still have that. Is it still on the roof, though?
2: It is. Is it working? No.
1: <laughs> I think the cord broke on it, right? Yeah. Um, so we need to fix that. However, we actually have the... The Wi-Fi Ranger that has the antenna on the roof. And then we also have the Wi-Fi Ranger Go to,
2: mm-hmm. which
1: is also allows for that. So the Wi-Fi Ranger will pick up Wi-Fi as well. We don't need just the antenna on the roof. That just helped the situation. Yeah. Um, but as we started moving and traveling, even then, though, like I was like, yikes, this is going to be scary if this is how Internet is. Um, Because it wasn't that good. And as we actually started moving and traveling around, we realized the whole hooking up to campground internet is a joke.
2: Yeah. And most of them are really slow.
1: Do not come into RV living thinking you're going to hook up to um, campground internet.
2: Unless you plan on parking at the visitor center or whatever, the office.
1: Yeah. Or just like playing on the internet you can't actually do anything yeah <laughs> on it
2: because there have been times like um in arizona where um we even paid for their internet because there was zero service where we were we paid for their internet and it was zero awful. Still, yeah, yeah. It was awful. we had to
1: drive up to their area so yeah i highly recommend not getting into this thinking that's your option um starlink is a way better Put your bets on Starlink.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Plus, it's all been rapidly advancing just in this last year. Mm -hmm. You know, they've turned on the roaming and then the portability and then they came out with the RV version and then the marine version and then uh, use it on the go. So, or in motion.
1: We have never really taken advantage of going to restaurants like Starbucks or whatever. We have had to, that one spot that you were just mentioning with the campground that didn't have any signal at all or service at all, we um, did go to a park, and that park was really good. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. So we have done in, the park. That was
2: in Cottonwood, Arizona.
1: Yep, and we also did it in um, Coeur d'Alene yep. when we were staying at Pete's last year, not this time. Yep. This time we had Starlink. Yeah. <laughs> um, but la- uh, but yeah, there's been a couple times we've had to go in and stay at like a park where they have, you know, internet, which was really nice. I like it when the communities do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that internet was pretty decent. So there is options out there, but you're going to, it's going to be a little bit more of a hassle for you. So don't go into this lifestyle thinking that's going to be your option. Um, go into this lifestyle with another option and having that be your backup. Yeah. Is my suggestion. <laughs> Um, the other thing that we did try that is an option for you is Nomadic Internet. Um,
2: nomad Internet?
1: Or sorry, I always say Nomadic because no,
2: nomadic it. fanatic. Yeah, Internet. <laughs>
1: that's where we learned of it. Um, nomad Internet. Uh, we used them and we had the Verizon setup. No, nope. or just kidding. AT and T setup, and we also tried their T Mobile setup as well. Um, it was one hundred and fifty dollars when we had it. Um, $150 for the unlimited plan. It is unlimited, but we had a lot of issues with it.
2: Yeah. We actually had to, what did we have to do? Swap SIM cards oh, probably a half a dozen times. Yeah. And then even their uh, router device a couple times.
1: Mm-hmm. times. Um, I'm sure there's some shady stuff going on there.
2: <laughs> I don't know if it's shady, but
1: I, I don't know what's happening there. Um, the there, it is kind of suspicious that they just can't fix the SIM card. <laughs> they have to keep giving you new SIM cards. I don't know if it's shady, but they're definitely purchasing unlimited plans in some way. Um, and then renting those out to you. Um, and when they stop working, which happened frequently for us, we'd have to send them back and then get a new one. And mind you, that's really hard when you live on the road yeah. is sending out packages and getting packages. Um, it's not it's not something you want to keep doing, ex- especially with internet yeah. <laughs> that you need. Um, however, the customer service there was hit or miss. Um, the first time I think I had to use it, it was great. The next few times it was awful and like really awful. (laughs) And then finally I ended up getting a contact that was amazing. And to be honest, she was the reason why we stayed with nomadic, nomad internet for the next five months. I would say, um, she helped us. It still ended up breaking Multiple times. But she helped us instantly.
2: overnighting and like making it as convenient as possible. And I
1: didn't have to deal with like their customer care process and all of that mess. Um, She also helped with credits and making sure that we weren't being charged for things that we didn't get. Um, which was nice. So she was the reason why we stayed with Nomad Internet probably for the last the last four or five months, maybe three or four months. I don't know on that time sure. range. But but when we got Starlink, we decided that we didn't really need the Nomad Internet because Starlink was our backup plan. Yeah. At that time,
2: there were several times like in the last year, you know, be- especially before we had Starlink, where if our Verizon didn't work, the AT and T, the Nomad Internet would kind of take its place.
1: Actually, I, I found, yeah, I found that the nomad internet would be faster and would work better, um, than the Verizon hotspot. Yeah. And most, most of the time there was a few times that, you know, Verizon would pick up before, but I, we never got rid of Verizon because Verizon's really like an emergency plan for us. We pay such a good price for it. We don't want to get rid of it. Um, but I don't, because of the plan we're on and you don't want to mess with it because yeah. you don't want to lose it. I don't know if we're on the best plan or not, sorry, best plan. I don't know if we have the best device. I don't know if like it has the fastest internet yeah. <laughs> that it could have. Um, so that could be why it wasn't working to its fullest. Um, but the at system worked pretty darn good when it did work yeah um however there was and it always came around like billing time <laughs> that's what i'm telling you there was something going on there <laughs> but i don't know um however we did let it go but if we if we didn't have starlink um i i would probably look at them again yeah if if there wasn't another option
2: yeah it's always a good idea to have your your primary and then like a secondary your backup plan so for us we have with a different carrier obviously
1: yeah, for us we have the main um would be like our Starlink. Our backup <laughs> is Verizon and then like the final is, you know, driving to a park or something if we have to, but or moving. Yep. <laughs> to a new spot. <laughs> if I can't get Starlink, just let's be honest, we're moving. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's about it with internet. It's it's uh like a double-edged sword. Yeah. <laughs> um for us, at least. Um, for somebody who's retired, I think it'd be much easier life. Uh, you only have to worry about connectivity for staying connected with family and friends mm-hmm. and playing, entertainment. Um, and if you're in a really cool spot, your entertainment is outside anyway. So yeah, exactly. So your only worry is staying connected. Um, but for us, you know, we still have a full-time job and we still got to work at least some of the time. <laughs> And there's been a couple of times before we had Starlink, we were in the UP or not UP. <laughs> That's weird. We were in uh, Northern Montana.
2: Yeah. Like Cook City. No, Cook City, Montana. Is yeah. that what you're talking about?
1: Yep. Yeah. In Cook City, Montana, we were there and did not have any signal, but we knew we were going to have signal. And so I took time off work and like planned for it yep. ahead of time, which was nice.
2: And then we had to drive into town to the, um, I would like the town hall. Yeah, if we want to use internet, internet.
1: <laughs> or any we didn't have cell phone or anything. No. So, it'll be nice to get back up there with our Starlink. Yep. Except for there were trees. We'll have to find them. Not,
2: the not like here. Yeah. There's you know, there there were they were Smaller. short trees. <laughs> short trees. All the grizzly bears knocked down the big ones.
1: <laughs> here the trees have been growing for 10,000 years, <laughs> I think. <laughs> But yeah i think that's it um those are our recommendations i think starlink is your best bet if it's possible for you
2: we've just had such good luck with it that mm-hmm. we can't say enough good things about it um
1: and to be honest i'm very surprised i hear a lot of people talk about it um you know i've heard starlink being talked with our viewers in the community and they don't like it. Yeah. I'm very surprised by that because I use it every day. I'm on Zoom meetings every day. Um, mm-hmm. And I use it every day for work where a lot of these people, I'm sure, are not even working every yeah, day. Gaming
2: and streaming. and
1: Yeah. And we have no issues with it. Well, I wouldn't say we game on it. So
2: no. no. I'm I'd- talking about other people, people that... Are not happy with it.
1: Yeah. There may, if you're, if you're trying to game on it, maybe that's where the issue yeah. is coming from. Cause that's probably, I mean, we don't do a lot of gaming on it, but like I've heard a few, you know, I'm not going to mention everybody, but a few people say that they didn't like it as much at all. And I was very shocked by that. Cause I'm like, I don't understand what, I mean, maybe they have the RV version, like mm. what you're talking about. Yeah. It's so, like
2: deprioritized. So it's super I, slow.
1: Yeah, I would definitely take a look at your options, you know, especially if you're full time, I would maybe look at the residential one with the moving priority or moving portability because it's the
2: same price, the RV and the residential with portability, both 135 a month. Mm -hmm. There are differences. You can actually switch from residential to RV, but you can't switch back.
1: Oh, you can't. You
2: can't go from RV to residential. So that's why I think we're kind of in a better spot.
1: Why can't you?
2: I don't know. But the advantage of the RV one is you can pause it. So if you're not full time.
1: So hopefully they don't push us into it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, follow us on the Fayolas. Wait, let's, before we end, let's bring the girls back and do a dig in. What we're digging is about what we're loving this week. From a six-year-old, a nine-year-old, mom, and dad. Okay, what are you digging, girls? I'm digging,
0: training Freya. So, she's mastered sit. We're still working on come and lay down. She's not very good at come, but I'm getting better at it. Uh, Lay down, she's actually almost mastered it. She's really good at it. Uh, But we do have to, I do have to train her to, like, I can, she only knows to do sit and lay down and come when I'm next to her. So I need to teach her, like, from far away.
2: Yep.
1: And then also uh, be nice. Yeah, be nice. (laughs) Yeah, we're also training that.
0: She's like Mm -hmm. a
2: piranha right now.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Right now she's being sweet. Yeah, right now she's being sweet. But you've been doing a
2: very good job. You've been working with her a lot.
1: Taking her out when she needs to go out. You've been very grown up. Both of you have. I'm very impressed. It's like you guys grew up when you got Freya.
0: Yeah, I pick up poop now. (laughs) I love picking up poop. (laughs) Cool. Great.
2: Okay.
1: I've been digging how different Washington is. I did not expect the state to look like this. In my head, I expected... Um, tall trees and like moss growing on the trees and kind of a rainforesty type situation, which a lot of the state is. Yeah. Um, and that's gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. Um, driving through on a jeep trail in a tall, green, mossy forest.
2: Yeah, especially like the old growth areas. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm talking about. Like the old growth that's something that we really haven't experienced across this country. Um, You know, we've, we've experienced different forests. Michigan has some great forests. um, And then we have, you know, some pine trees and flagstaff Mm. and like, you know, we have these different types of um, trees, forests that we've been growing through, going through, but this is definitely different. It definitely stands out. Um, So that's been different. I mean, that's not different. That's what I expected. And uh, the mountains I mean, yeah, that so it that is what I expected, but it's better. It's yeah. like way cooler in person. When you can roll down your window and smell in that <laughs> forest, it's just, uh, it's the best. Um, the mountains also, you know, when we're driving along, the first time we saw Mount Rainier, oh my gosh, my head, you know that emoji with like the explosion coming off yeah. the head? That is what happened to me. Um, when we, the first time we saw the mountain, we were on the highway, I think. Yeah, and we're on
2: I-5 coming through Seattle. Yeah. And I think it's like 50 or 60 miles away, but it's, it's massive.
1: Yeah. It just like popped out and I was like, whoa. And you know, I've seen pictures, so I know it looks like it's floating and it's this and it's that, but when you see it in real life, oh, it's just a total different feeling. You can't even explain it. Pictures don't do it justice. I mean, nope. you see a picture of it, even like really good photos of it. And you know what it does. You know that it makes its own weather and that, you know, it always has a weather. And you know that. um, But when you see it with your own eyes in real life, it's just a different feeling. Um, And this has been really so cool for our kids to experience. And um, so that was really cool to see. Yeah, what I was not expecting was the desert. Uh, Driving from the... East side. No. Yeah. Yeah. East side (laughs) to West side. That whole area. I was completely shocked and blown away by. I, yeah, I was not expecting that. I was never told that. I never saw that in a book. (laughs) I honestly did not know. And if you would have put me there, if you had closed my eyes and put me in that spot, I would have guessed like Wyoming or, you know, somewhere like that, Montana, some cases, even Utah, (laughs) I would have guessed. Um, I I was not expecting to see that at all. So that was very shocking. I mean, one spot we stayed in, I'll share a picture in the show notes. It was seriously all brown, all yeah. desert. Like,
2: we even got desert weather. It was 108.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've been loving it. I, You know, now we have had the perfect weather for the last, I don't know, week or so or more. Yeah. It's been kind of chilly. You know, like I could actually wear a sweatshirt in yep. the mornings if I wanted, which
3: is nice. So, that is what I'm digging.
2: Lexi, what are you digging?
3: I'm digging a book called The Mouse and the Motorcycle.
2: That's a good one.
3: So, first I read it, and then I watched the movie.
1: Yeah. And it was it cool to see the differences that they do yeah. in a movie and mm-hmm. in a book?
3: Yeah. But the movie was a little more different because uh, there, there wasn't a cat in it. They didn't go... Uh, play ping pong downstairs and he <laughs> and uh, Keith didn't say he felt kind of sick he uh, <laughs> uh the mom just uh, felt his forehead and said uh, he has a fever.
2: Mm. Yeah you'll notice that if you read a lot of books So what'd you like better? turn into movies.
3: Yeah what'd you like better the movie or the book?
1: The book. Oh that's good. That's how I am. Mm-hmm. I
2: it, like the I haven't read a movie book in a long time but the one that really stands out to me is Jurassic Park. I read Jurassic Park when it first came, well and, you know, before the movie came out and then I went and saw the movie and I was like, whoa, this is way different <laughs> but you just have to roll with it. They they do that all the time. They always turn books oh, into movies and, and change
3: it. And when the mom saw the mouse in the book she had a red robe on and pink rollers in <laughs> and, and what about in the movie? Uh she had a tie-dye uh, uh robe and no rollers.
2: Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but do you give it a thumbs up? You like that book? Yeah. Do you want to read the next book? <laughs> mhm. What's the next one? Like the um uh, Runaway, Runaway Ralph.
1: Ralph. Cool. I'm excited you enjoyed it. But I want
3: to take a break from that book.
1: Yeah, I she I, I like it when else. you guys take books and breaks between books. I don't like when you read a series right in a row. I don't know I like when you read the first book and then go try a different one and then if you still want to read the other one go back to it but Kylie will read like the whole series (laughs) yeah
2: it's nice to mix it up
1: yep what are you digging
2: I'm digging a new pew 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 no I wish it was a new pew pew (laughs) I'm digging my Washington non-resident concealed pistol license I applied for it back in um, early July, and I just got it early August. Took, mm-hmm. It did take, I think, about 30 days Ran on the money, like they said it would. I was hoping to get it early, but...
1: Yeah. What's super cool about this is this is a state we wanted to explore really, really bad, Yep. Um, but we've been dreading it. I've been dreading it just because I hate being in a state that we can't carry. I mean, yeah. it just makes me super nervous. I don't know why. I think maybe when you carry... Um, you you get you get the safety feeling because yeah. you know you can protect yourself and you protect your family.
2: Well, and, that's part of it. Is like you don't. It's hard when somebody tells you that you can't protect yourself.
1: Yes, and this is the first date that we have not been yep. able to carry with us. Yep. So now we can. Now we can.
2: Now we can go explore wherever we want.
1: Yep. Very very exciting. I am excited for it and. And it's good for five years, so we'll be back next summer. (laughs) Yeah. And we can come back a couple more times after that.
2: Yeah, and after spending, you know, this amount of time, a month and a half in the PNW, I know why people come here in the summer, because the weather is, for the most part, pretty amazing.
1: Yes, and the views. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even say we went to the ocean. We'll talk about that in the next podcast, but that was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. <laughs> to see. Um, so we're really excited um, excited to have that. So we just have that extra protection. It's, it is sad that we had to go a whole month unprotected, but um, it should be a national thing, I think. <laughs> this podcast always slips just a tad into the political side. We're
2: going to segue into a... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Flag waving. No, just kidding. Um, no, I'm not going to segue into anything. I'm just saying... I'm glad we have it, Yeah, but it's sad that we had to go this extra step. Yep, It's sad that when we're all done with full timing, you'll probably have a stack of (laughs) CCWs. I'm going to see
2: how many I can get.
1: (laughs) Too funny. But I think that's it. Next week will be a wrap-up of – well, not a wrap-up because we're still in Washington, but next week you will hear what we've been up to in Washington, all of the cool things, um, Some things to visit on the west and in the middle and where we're at now.
2: We are in the west now. Or er, East. East. <laughs> <it>? East, central, <laughs> northwest. Yes. Uh, southwest, Washington. We're going there.
1: And by the way, this has just been a very, I feel like this, this trip is very rushed. We are not spending near as much time in each location. So this is why we are coming back next summer, for sure.
2: Well, plus, you know, even though... We're going to be here from basically the beginning of July to the beginning of September because we have plans all the way through Labor Day.
1: But we did spend three weeks. That's the thing.
2: And I was going to say, (laughs) um, there's a lot of things that came up that changed our plans while we were here. So...
1: And the first three weeks, that was we that was as far as far into Washington as we were going to go.
2: Yep.
1: Um, we were actually going to just stay there and just kind of recoup because we had been boondocking for like I don't know eight weeks or something. Yeah. <laughs> so we needed a we needed a hookup just to get things cleaned up and ourselves and everything and take a twenty minute shower if we wanted or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually stayed there for three weeks um, for that reason, and then we planned on going back south or back west, yep. possibly Michigan or going south into another state. Um, but then we kind of fell in love with <laughs> Washington and I was like, well, maybe you can get your non-resident CPL and we can explore. Yep. So that's where we're at. Um, so because we had that first three weeks, I won't even count the first three weeks of July. So really we've only got August and September to explore this big, beautiful, gorgeous state. Mm -hmm. And what's so funny is this kind of shows you the difference between vacationing and full-time living. Um, when you vacation, you can plan like five States (laughs) and visit like, I mean, when I used to vacation with my family, we would drive to South Dakota and we'd stop, like we'd go for one week and we would go from Michigan to South Dakota, stopping along the way. We would visit our family in South Dakota. We would do, like, a million things in one yeah, week.
2: cram it all in, yep.
1: And now it's like, I if we can't don't do, do it, anything in a week. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs>
1: That's like one or two Jeep trails. What do you mean? That's all I get. Um, I like to be in one spot for at least a couple of weeks. And so I think that you can get a lot of exploring done in two weeks. Um, but some of these areas, I think we need even more than two weeks. Yeah, like, I agree. Like, we're only going to be on the coast for... Nine days? Ten. Ten total?
2: Well, we're going to be in the in the one spot for ten days. Then we're moving to another spot for a couple days up in the uh, Olympic Peninsula. Mm-hmm. And then we have another campground for seven days. But pretty much all on the I'm just Pacific hoping we coast. get to
1: see whales. That's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like, I feel like we needed two or three weeks on the coast, so... I'm a little bummed, but that's why we're coming back. We're This is a rushed trip because we have to be to North Dakota by September. Yep. By the end of September because Tony- That's uh, a
2: whole other story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Tony has a whole story for you on that one. Um, that'll come later. Um, but that's where we're at. And this turned into a long goodbye. <laughs> so <laughs> see you next week.
2: See ya. I have a harbor flight. but but eat. Go ahead.
1: No, you go ahead. I'd I know it's cuz it was hard to type. <laughs>
2: okay, grammar police, let me have it's that back.
1: A typo.
3: Oh, when uh, when I was laying on Elsa, there there were uh, there was not and I <laughs> and it went up to my mouth. I put my hands in there and grabbed it out. And then we went to wash my hands.
2: That's amazing.
3: Oh my gosh, okay.
2: <laughs> and if you haven't already, please follow us on-
3: Hold on.
0: <coughs> Raya! <laughs> Phew. I
2: don't smell anything. We got to Washington. <coughs> to... <coughs> Might as well, everybody get it out real quick. <coughs> Do it. <coughs>
1: Cool. <laughs> we didn't have. We little, little. stop scratching your beard.
2: <laughs> oh, by I the don't. way, I'm I'm letting this puppy go until October thirty first.
1: Why? <laughs> stop! <laughs> I, need to,
2: I need to look the part. I'm going to edit keep the warm. podcast. I'm not.
1: <laughs> I'll do one by myself. Yeah. <laughs>
2: In isolation. <laughs> anyways. Okay, anyways,
1: don't scratch on the thing where <laughs> we were playing. Okay. North up uh, north. Where do we stay for like three weeks in Washington? Yeah. Um. <laughs> that's our dog in her cone. <laughs> Trying to find her
0: way through the house. <laughs>
2: Enjoy that spit.
1: I hope it's not like our podcasting. You're not recording. (laughs) That would be awful.